Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting, where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Eric here. Uh, I just had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Ryan, Dan, and Dwight from the Hasbro Marvel Legends team following their Spider-Man 60th anniversary uh, Hasbro Fan First live stream. Uh, We got a chance to discuss some of the things they announced, uh, get an idea of some of the thinking behind some of the recent innovations and changes to things. Uh, Yeah, it was a really fun chat. So with that, uh, here it is. Here's a here here from Ryan, Dan, and Dwight. Enjoy. Ryan, Dan, Dwight, thank you, uh, thank you for for joining us. Uh, you know, on, on adventures and collecting again to talk Marvel Legends. You guys had an awesome fan first stream uh, that that I Dave and I had to catch up on because we were on vacation, so we, we actually missed it live. So we we had to watch the rerun. But um, lots of really really cool stuff. Uh, and you know, I guess to start off. Uh, you know, it was it was an event about Spider-Man, and and with sixty years of of uh, of a body of work behind him, uh, how are you guys going about selecting what moments to celebrate? Uh, you know, in this this special anniversary line, and uh, and can we expect more amount, uh, announcements for the anniversary collection? You know, as the year goes on. I'll take the uh, I'll take the first part of that. Um, for when we when we try to do a big program for the fall, we kind of sit down and we discuss what are all some of our favorite stories. You know, what were some of the the favorites that we've had over our lives and what we enjoyed, and which ones haven't we yet addressed in toy form? And then when we take those and we kind of put them on a board and we reach out and talk to our Marvel partners um, to know if there's something new coming in publishing that we're not aware of yet that might be, you know, worth uh, throwing some interest towards because we, it's 60 years in the past, but, you know, probably got 60 years in the future too, right? So we're trying to always make sure we're, you know, keeping our eyes on all sides of it, you know, from not just the past, but the present and what's coming next. So we try to find some of those elements to pull together to keep a little bit of uh, um, uh, one of the the previous interviews kind of said it best. It's like, you know, I don't always know about some of these things till I see them in toy form. And then it goes back and I read the comics, the stories to kind of uh, educate myself about something new. And that's kind of the cool thing about comics because, you know, there's, you know, we've all read things, we all love things, but there's might be a piece that we missed. And sometimes you can find a figure or an arc that you're like, what is that about? And it drives you back to the books, the, the source material, and you can find some amazing nuggets that you might not have known from the, the spider lore. So it's kind of a mix of all of those things uh, put into a hopper um, along with the MCU and, and you know, what, what what's out there that we can be inspired by and try to put as much of that together as possible to come up with a cool program. Yeah, I think it starts with our partners at Marvel and Disney. You know, this thing for Spider-Man Beyond Amazing is, is going to be a big initiative for them later on this year. So in years where we have things like that, Marvel's 80th, right? We try to lean into what um, Marvel is doing. And then, yeah, as Dwight said, it's just kind of a big brainstorm session. We all have our favorites. Sometimes you can kind of tell who fought, who fought for what. 
Um, you know, I, for me, it was really important to do that amazing fantasy 15 version. And I love that figure so much. It's new. Um, it's got all the pieces you could ever want. And so, you know, I was really happy that we got that, um, in the line too. And then to that question of, are we done? We're done in terms of these were the 10 items that we typically release all at the same time with some ex retailer exclusives, but there are a couple of tie-ins later in the year you'll see that are also Spider-Man Spider themed um, that we also love. So uh, look out for those shortly. Yeah, and if you count exactly how many items are in the program, we only did nine. So normally if you go back all the way to 2019 or 2020, they're usually 10 items within a fall program. So just so everyone knows, we only showed nine. So I apply that. Ooh, there you go. There's, there's a fun little breadcrumb. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of new things with, with the releases. Every time, you know, every time you guys announce something, there's there's always some kind of like fun little change, some kind of new thing that's coming. Um, and one of the things that that's really incredible about the community is there's been this amazing cottage industry that has cropped up around creating accessories like uh, like web effects and soft good wired capes, um, you know, for for one twelve scale across the board. But you know, sometimes specifically for Marvel Legends, um, do you guys foresee a future where Legends might include similar items? Well, Dwight had uh, had some laundry that he teased uh, in our stream, but um, yeah, yeah. To, to that point, I think it's honestly tough to do. Like they need to come with a figure, right? We can't just mm -hmm. sell like a bag of capes, really. That's not. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, we're. I mean, we're always looking to to grow in new areas and try new things out here and there. So um, those types of ideas, you know, accessory packs are something that we've been kicking around for a long time. Just haven't quite unlocked it yet. But uh, like the flight stands, you know, those took me years of wearing the team down to to get those into the line. So maybe we'll. We'll work that out uh, in the future for those kind of plus up type things. Because the one thing I have to say was, so in the new, the newest uh, MCU Doctor Strange, I initially was terrified that there was no peg on the back of the cape and no port in his back. And I was like, how is this thing going to stay on? And it stays on really nice. And it actually, it drapes on him really nice and you can get him in some really great poses. But at the same time, I was also thinking like, oh, there's no hole on the back and there's no like, you know, holes for capes or anything. So like if for an aftermarket cape, it really fits on really nicely. Like you don't have to, you know, modify anything. So like I like stuff like that as well. And I, th I think that's a cool, uh, you know, kind of in-betweener. Maybe like a, a secret, a secret uh, move there. Um, so uh, again, kind of sticking on that track of, of, of new things and kind of uh, innovation, uh, as we know, Spider-Man is is one of the more limber heroes out there, and it, it's always exciting to see more points of articulation. You know that that new uh, retro body is fantastic; everybody loves it. Um, but with the uh, Renew Your Vows two pack, we you guys have re-added uh, toe articulation. So, uh, what was kind of the the thought behind that? Why 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 now? Why bring that back now to uh, to that already existing awesome Spider-Man body? Dan, Dan was the thought. No, go ahead, Dwight. Go t tell them why we did it. <laughs> I just did. Dan made me. He forced me to do it. He's a, he, he's always smiling and he looks so nice with his hats, but he's a very scary individual. <laughs> and uh, he was sending me a lot of like you know uh, really uh, scary uh, text through uh, the dark web, and uh, I was afraid if I didn't give him toes, I didn't know what was going to happen to uh, me or my action figures. I went into my office and like 
eight of my action figures are missing their heads and there was like notes everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on because Dan's not even in the state right now. So I don't know how he did it, but I was afraid. So we, we, we get, we gave him some toes. I just cut up all his action figure toes <laughs> on his desk. They were just all missing toes. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's an awesome, you know, it, it's an awesome ad. You know, it, it's, it's such a little like tiny, you know, nuance, but it, it really does add a whole lot of additional posability to the figure. So we're yeah, really no. excited to see it come back. I, I think like what our team tries to do really hard is, um, we try very much to listen to what the fans want, right? And I think that's been one of the requests that have been out there for a while, especially for specific characters, right? Like toe articulation, I think, is not going to be something that we add to every single character. It has to be, you know, appropriate for which characters uh, need it. And uh, so one of the things that was on my bucket list because I wanted toe articulation uh, was for Spider-Man. And we also knew that was something that we could innovate more on our retro body as well. So we just wanted to at least try it out and see. Um, there's no guarantee that everybody in the community is going to like it on our, even our Spider-Man. So uh, yeah, we, we try very hard as a team to see what the fans in the community want to. So uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. Yeah. And we will be using it on other characters though. Uh, we are working on another A tier character that'll have toes as well uh, with that, with that same body. So um, it's not a one and done. You will see it again um, where it makes sense. I really hope that that figure takes us to hell's kitchen, Dwight. Just, there you just go. throwing it out there. That would be, that would be a really great way to reuse that, that body. Just Agreed. <laughs> Um, so again, continuing kind of the, the, the thread here of innovation, <clears throat> you guys are, are doing your part to contribute to Hasbro's, uh, noble effort to eliminate plastic from packaging, you know, save, save the earth. So that way we can enjoy it longer. Um, but members of the community have expressed concerns about, you know, with these kind of new windowless boxes, uh, these plastic free boxes have, have concerns about, uh, you know, potential, a potential increase in theft, uh, people who do collect mint, you know, who, who now, you know, in order to see the figure would have to open the box and, and the status of, of tribute line packaging. So, so like the, you know, the beloved toy biz style packaging that, that does, you know, prominently feature that, that plastic bubble, um, were any of these concerns taken in, into consideration when you guys were developing the new packaging? Is there anything, um, you know, any steps that you guys are taking to kind of address any of those concerns? Yeah, so a lot to unpack there. It's been a hot topic for discussion, you know, starting at the top, right? As, as everyone can kind of agree, this is being done for the right environmental reasons to, you know, increase sustainability. Um, you know, that being said, there's a there's a big team at work and we we've looked at all the options and have considered things you know we are aware that unfortunately theft and figure swapping is is an unfortunate reality doesn't doesn't make it right but uh you know it is out there so we will continue to monitor that closely i think in in thinking of um how retail is done you know there's increasingly you know more happens on on econ these days to be honest like you know us as all collectors are familiar with it and so for certain collectors it, it might not make that much of a difference i am a you know self-admitted i like to to keep some figures mint in pack i mean i, th I think uh, that's more so just to know that i have a pristine version of the figure should i ever want it or need it in the future it's not it is about seeing it the figure but you know i've got bins and closets full of stuff that i actually cannot physically see right now so um i try to spin it spin it like that a little bit and um yeah, you know, we're, we're just going to continue to focus on 
bringing out the the characters from the comics and the new entertainment as we always do and just try to really focus our efforts on on making the figures you know as best as they can be and you know hopefully you know the fans understand what we're doing and um with regards just to the legacy line packaging we are working on some kind of alternatives to that which you'll you'll see in the future so it doesn't mean that we're necessarily stepping away entirely the offerings just kind of have to adapt to the times with the new kind of reality that we're that we're in and as we mentioned previously in other interviews right 2023 in the spring is really the true start date for the like completely plastic free it's, it's so the, the rest of 2022 this year it's going to be a mix because we've you know our processes are very long and certain things were already in the works so it just so happens that those spider-man items that we all that we showed last week um, are all in the new plastic free packaging so that that's a good idea of what kind of single figures and two packs in in the new uh, reality are going to look like. Cool. Yeah, I mean, to your point, it's one of those things where it's like, if we don't have an Earth to enjoy figures on and like live on, what's the point? You know, and if these little changes can, you know, can make big impacts, it's ultimately what matters more. And yes, I'm currently staring at a bin of figures that are all polybagged that I can't see. <laughs> Any of them. I I only know that they're in there because the spreadsheet that I have tells me that I put them in there. So I yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um and and mentioning we mentioned the the, the retro uh, animated series line. It's you know you you guys recently revealed the uh, at at the last event that the lizard is coming. Um that line has been a huge hit. Uh the the, the toy biz packaging the the 90s animated series it's like one of like a beloved combo and you know seeing the figures get kind of a modern treatment is is amazing um can we anticipate more waves or single releases in that line you know kind of continuing or you know is there kind of like an, an end in sight for that yeah i mean i, I think uh you know, to be honest, that's Spider-Man Toy Biz Retro Card line. That's like my favorite line, right? And I've been very adamant about that. Um, you know, like Ryan was saying, we've, we've made sort of like a goal by 2023, you know, to be sustainable, more sustainable as a company. And so um, that doesn't mean that in 2022, you won't see, I can guarantee, I guess I'll just like give you a nugget now that you will see at least a couple of more items on a retro card, I will say. So um, you don't have to worry yet about those going away. Um, it's like a phased approach for 2022. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, but overall, I think I personally think it's really important, even though I love the retro, you know, packaging in line that we kind of go in this new direction of sustainability. I don't think every I don't think anything really ever ends for us. And that's what's great about working on a brand like Marvel is that there there is no end. There's so much, yeah. to, to, you know, we're never going to get to it all. So we're never really done with it. And, um, you know, we might have to do to different years, different priorities coming out, you know, um, not be able to do everything in one fell swoop. But we can always go back. We can always go back to stuff. We're kicking off. 2024 soon which is crazy because we're only in 2022 um but that's just kind of yeah what 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 the deal is and uh yeah it's like it's like that uh lost meme where jack says we have to go back like we can always go back we can always oh, go back. man lost reference nice i like it speak speaking in my heart speaking in my heart love love me some lost so 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's exciting to hear. And I mean, I, I could see, you know, a world too, like, you know, just looking in your, your backgrounds and looking at the, you know, the, the plastic, you know, uh, the plastic free packaging, like how awesome that giant Toy Biz 90s Spider-Man logo would just look across, you know, like a big, you know, two pack box, like, you know, the, that art and the, the purple and the spider web would definitely translate you know, to that, I, I think as long as as long as we keep getting figures from that '90s uh, animated universe, I mean, there's there's so many unique looks from that uh, that it, that are so iconic. I, I honestly think people will get over the packaging just as long as they continue to get the figures, right? At least that's the hope. Um, before we move off of retro, the one thing that you guys uh, didn't mention at all during the the uh, the event was the retro three and three quarter inch line. Um, can we expect more uh, more news from that from that line uh, before the end of the year, or kind of, or have we seen kind of what what we're going to see in twenty twenty two? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, there will be more retro three seven five uh, news to come. We like to bring our friend Steve Stevie Evans on for those. Um, yeah, so we we try to space it out. It was it was very Spider Man heavy uh, in the last go. Understandably, it's it's a little anniversary. Sixty years is is no slouch, right? Um, and then something you guys know, uh, having had had me before, I like to ask something personal uh, from you guys before before I let you go. And since we've been talking about Spider Man the whole time, um, the question is going to be this time to each of you: What is your favorite Spider Man figure of all time? Oh, I'll go, I'll go Not first. Yeah, uh, I think for I think for me, uh, probably the uh, into the Spider Verse Peter B. Parker in the uh, green jacket. Um, I think the likeness to the show was matched so perfectly. Um, I love any Spider Man that I could aspire to be, and if there was going to be a Spider Man that I could maybe pull off one day, that would be the that would be it. So uh, I think uh, that uh, that Peter B. Parker is probably if not the top Spider-Man, definitely in the top three of the spider figures that I've, uh, that I can think of. I'll go next. I, I think it's, it's a tie between the retro Spidey that we put out in 2020 on the card, just because I love that card or um, pizza Spidey. I, I really, when I first play with pizza Spidey, number one, I love pizza. So like anything that has pizza accessories dope, but number two, like, um, yeah, that that figure, I just couldn't put it down when I first had it in my hand. Like I had I played I kept playing with it in the middle of like the day of work day. Like Ryan would see me across like our cube and I'll just be playing with it. So yeah, I really love the pizza spidey still. That's tougher for me because as a kid I was more of like an X-Men uh focus in the old Toy Biz line. So I don't think I actually even had any or many Toy Biz Spider-Man. Uh but yeah, I mean, I think that retro card wave, the first time we did it, you know, we got to reveal it at Toy Fair. I think it was was last time we were at Toy Fair. What was that, like 20, 2020, I think? Yeah, and um, I had to go back and get the original Toy Biz one because I like to do that, like, comparison when we would when re re reveal them at events. So, yeah, I mean, it's boring, but I'll say that that re original retro card Spider-Man, just because it was also fun, too, working with the packaging team to look at that line look and to be like, what, like, how are we going to, you know, bring this into the modern age there with the, the little name and the call outs and then the back. And so just working on the whole architecture of it is a really fun experience. Awesome. 
Well, I think uh, I think that that wraps us up for uh, for for this call. I don't want to keep you guys over. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to to kind of unpack your uh, your fan first event. And you know, as always, we we look forward to the next one. Yeah, okay. man. Always good to see you, man. And uh, as Spidey would say, let's go Mets, Eric. So let's go Mets. You know. That's right. So uh, I appreciate it. I did the, I did that on purpose. But I had to go with the black one because otherwise the blue one kind of messes with the background. So. I got you. I got the black one right here. So it's all good. And I think this is my. I think it's my 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 city field uh, in our nice. one nice. from back in the day. So, yep. All right, guys. Well, take care, and uh, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Bye. Peace Thanks. out. Bye. Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.